Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I am the host of the show, and I'm happy you can join and listen. If you listened to previous episodes, thank you for coming back. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome, and I hope you will enjoy the show and continue to be a listener. This podcast discusses three topics, movies, sports, and politics. Each episode will be dedicated to one of these topics. Today's show will center on politics. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox under Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on any one of these podcasting apps so you can receive new episodes direct to your device when they become available. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. This is a very important and simple way you can help the show reach a wider audience. You can also always get episodes of the show from our website, www.letmebendyourear.com. Going to discuss on this episode the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. I'm pretty disgusted by the United States' reaction to this murder. I was going to record a show last night, but I wanted to wait until President Trump officially responded to the investigation of his murder and what is known so far. So let me get into some background first before I get into my opinion about this. Jamal Khashoggi was a journalist from Saudi Arabia that worked for the Washington Post and in many of his writings was highly critical of the current Saudi government which is led by the crown prince Mohammed bin Salman who's mostly known and I'll refer to him through the rest of this episode under what he's known as MBS. So he is the crown prince. I'm not an expert on his rule since he's become crown prince, but I do know there are a lot of critics of his regime and uh, a lot of accusations of, of things that have gone on under his rule that are not in the best interest of maybe the world stage. Khashoggi went to Turkey in early October. The reason for his visit in Turkey was to obtain marriage certifications because he was going to marry his fiance who was from Turkey. So he went to the count the Saudi consulate in Turkey was missing shortly thereafter that visit. So the Saudi's government account of what's happened what happened since that disappearance has changed. So initially the news broke that he may have been murdered. The Saudis initially claimed that Khashoggi safely departed the consulate and they denied allegations of harming him or killing him at all. So the Saudi government's first response is, we don't know what you're talking about. He came to our consulate, did his business, left safely. We don't know what you're talking about. So as evidence mounted and speculation mounted that something happened to him in the consulate, the Saudis were uncooperative. So basically, their initial claim that he departed the consulate safely and unharmed was false. We know this now because for nearly three weeks, the Saudis provided no evidence to substantiate their claim that Khashoggi left the consulate unharmed. MBS told Bloomberg News that Turkish authorities were welcome 
to search the consulate as, quote, we have nothing to hide. They further stated that he is, that Khashoggi was a Saudi citizen and they're very keen to know what happened to him. That's also a quote. And we will continue our dialogue with the Turkish government to see what happened to Jamal there. Again, another quote by the, by the Crown Prince. The Saudi ambassador to the United States told the Washington Post on October the 8th, so six days after the, the killing took place, that it would be impossible, quote, impossible for consulate employees to kill Khashoggi and cover up his death, and we wouldn't know about it, which I'm going to get back to in a minute because this is the whole point of this. In other podcasts that I've listened to or people with intelligence information that know much more about MBS than I do have pretty much confirmed that nothing goes on without the knowledge of the crown prince. He's heavily involved. So something of this nature would not have happened without him knowing about it. But we'll get back to that later. The next piece of news that came out was that 15 men were said to be involved in Khashoggi's disappearance. So there became some speculation about who these 15 men were. So the next narrative that came out had the Saudis on October the 19th admitting or acknowledging that Khashoggi died in the consulate. Okay, so let's let's stop right there. They went from completely denying any knowledge of him being harmed and going to the point where they said that he exited the consulate unharmed. Now, I'm sure a Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Turkey, as in any consulate around the world for any country for that matter, is heavily fortified. Security is tight. And I'm sure there's video cameras everywhere. So if you're releasing an initial statement stating that someone left your consulate unharmed and then refused to provide any evidence, video, audio, or otherwise, to back up your claim, that's extremely suspicious. So to go from that narrative to literally two weeks later, or excuse me, three weeks later, they they went from he left the consulate unharmed from that story to, oh yeah, he died in the consulate. But then here's the kicker. Not only is that ridiculous, so they admit that he was in there and died. Their new story is that he was killed in a fist fight. So that's the new story from Saudi Arabia on October 19th. So it went from he was perfectly safe when he left here to no, not actually he wasn't safe at all. He died, but it was a fight. And then two days later, the Saudi foreign minister told Fox News that Khashoggi was killed as a result of a quote-unquote rogue operation claiming that mbs had no prior knowledge of the incident he did describe khashoggi's death as a quote-unquote murder so a rogue operation maybe that would be believable in any sort of sense if khashoggi was killed i don't know on the streets of istanbul or he was kidnapped and taken to a location and murdered yeah then maybe that would be a rogue operation how in the hell does a rogue operation occur in the Saudi consulate? So this story just keeps on getting more and more ridiculous. So the next piece of news on October 25th is a prosecutor speaks to Saudi Arabia's official press agency 
The next piece of information is that the killing was premeditated. So it's a rogue operation. It was a premeditated murder. So there's evidence that this was premeditated. So again, there's no official release stating whether MBS knew about this. The denials continue that MBS had no knowledge of Khashoggi's murder. October 22nd, CNN reports that surveillance footage suggested the Saudis involved in the operation had a man wear Khashoggi's clothing, a fake beard and glasses around Istanbul in an attempt to act as a body double. So that obviously the implication there is they want somebody looking like Khashoggi walking around the streets so they can say, look, see, he was alive. He left our consulate and we have video to prove it. So then Saudi officials spoke to the AP and they admitted, the Saudi officials admitted that a body double was used, but here's the kicker. They said it was part of a plan to kidnap rather than kill Khashoggi. So you have the Saudi officials admitting to the media that they were going to kidnap him. Okay, that sounds believable. The Saudi Public Prosecutor's Office then indicted 11 people in connection with the killing of Khashoggi and that the death penalty was being requested for five of the 11. The public prosecutor added 21 people had been detained overall. So the numbers have vacillated between 18 and 21 people. Prosecutors then said Saudi agents involved had orders to abduct to abduct the journalist, but ultimately killed him via a lethal injection after a fight and a quarrel. Khashoggi's body was then dismembered and given to a local collaborator, contradicting earlier claims that the killing was premeditated. So it went from he left under his own accord, unharmed, to yes, he was killed inside or died inside the consulate, to it was a premeditated murder to 15 people were involved but it wasn't premeditated it was going to be a kidnapping so the story has changed at least four different times in a couple of weeks so of course none of the suspects in this murder were named publicly but they were sure to deny that mbs had no advanced knowledge of this murder khashoggi's body for the for just to note has still not been recovered yet. So that is the timeline pretty much for this farce that's being given to us or fed to us by the government of Saudi Arabia. As I stated a little bit earlier, intelligence people that know the relationship between Saudi Arabia and the United States and know of the ruling style of MBS all pretty much agree without exception that there is absolutely no way that a murder of a journalist that occurs in the Saudi consulate would not have been either ordered by MBS or that MBS knew about it. This is some bullshit being laid down by the Saudi government. Now, this angers me on several different levels. There is a history with the relationship between the United States and Saudi Arabia that's extremely complicated. 
Now, I understand that Saudi Arabia plays an important role on the world stage, specifically in the Middle East. But the portrayal of this country as a moderate Muslim nation is ridiculous. I think for a lot of time, we've fallen for the, well, they're more moderate than other countries like Iran. And I'm saying Iran right now because in a little later in this episode, I'm going to read some of Trump's statement today that came out regarding the information that he says he reviewed regarding the Khashoggi killing. But we'll get back to that in a minute. Again, Saudi Arabia is a hardline Muslim country, period. Women have almost no rights. It is still a theocracy run by an autocrat right now. So all these claims of Saudi Arabia being a more moderate version of other countries is, to me, shaky at best. Now, what we do know and what is true, and I get that it's complicated, is we have a relationship with Saudi Arabia when it comes to oil, selling them arms, having them provide us intel on terrorists. They have done all of that. That's absolutely true. But I'm going to back it up to September 11th, 2001. 18 of the 21 hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. Fact. Another fact. Saudi Arabian officials were allowed to fly out of the country when there was a no-fly list, when there was a no-fly restriction immediately in the aftermath of September 11th. But that restriction was mysteriously lifted for Saudi Arabian officials. That's bullshit. So... We've had a complicated political relationship with Saudi Arabia that continues to this day. Now, in the past week or so, sources and media have started to report based on sources in the CIA that stated this point blank. They believe, based on the intel that they've gathered in the last few weeks, that MBS ordered the killing of this journalist. Let me make this clear. Intelligence agencies, United States intelligence agencies, have come to the conclusion that MBS ordered the killing of Jamal Khashoggi. So let that sink in for a second. We in the United States of America value a free press. That is in our Constitution. I know it's funny to make fun of Donald Trump and fake news and kind of have fun with that term and believe me there's some things that the media does that i'm not a fan of and i do think on both sides of the political spectrum there is biased coverage in the media in the media so if you want to and and this is not going to be a talk about media uh but i think both sides uh traffic in in slanted news coverage i'll just put it that way but that's not what this is about because i don't even care about that we cannot as the united states states of america stand for the murder of journalists that are ordered by heads of state that can't happen we can't as the united states of america the greatest democracy on the planet let this stand we can't we can't condone or we can't allow knowledge of a head of state murdering a journalist 
to stand. We have to have and we have to support a free and robust press. And those that are doing that work, we cannot sit idly by and allow a murder to occur without any ramifications. Now, I know President Trump says that they're going to take this seriously. And, and, and like I said, I'll get to Trump's statement in a minute. But let's say, suffice to say that the statement that I read today was extremely disappointing, but not at all surprising. And it's not because it's Donald Trump that's doing it. This is, you can go back to any president. You can go back to Obama, to George W. Bush, and before. Our relationship with Saudi Arabia is complicated, and I get it. But there are some things that cannot be complicated. And this is one of them. We cannot, as the United States of America, stand by and do nothing when we have information and intelligence gathered that implicates a head of state in the murder of a journalist we can't that can't stand and it's disgusting to me that the statement released by the president today wasn't unequivocally condemning mbs now senator lindsey graham on the sunday talk shows before trump's response was released today was unequivocal in stating that the crown prince was, quote, unhinged, unquote. That's a pretty strong statement, unhinged. And Lindsey Graham, as far as he's concerned, will have no further dealings with the crown prince. And some of the intelligence that's come out stated that the crown prince's brother, who is the U.S. ambassador to Saudi Arabia or the Saudi uh, ambassador to the U.S., spoke to Khashoggi allegedly on the telephone and suggested that he go to the consulate to retrieve the papers he needed for his wedding. So you have the brother of the crown prince on the phone with the murder victim telling him to go to the place where he ends up getting murdered. That's a coincidence? But the crown prince had no knowledge? This is ludicrous. This is outrageous. Now let's get to Trump's statement. Trump's statement, and I'm going to pull it up here, basically says hey it's a terrible thing that happened that's unfortunate it's an atrocity but saudi arabia is an important ally okay that's it that's all you got and the thing that disturbed me about the statement is well let me let me give you the overall trump per the statement and you can find the statement anywhere online and read the complete statement on your own but he starts the statement talking about Iran and talking about how the world is a dangerous place. Agreed. And Iran is a dangerous nation for its support of terrorism, specifically Hezbollah in Lebanon and supporting Assad in Syria. Agreed. Agreed. So he uses this premise to justify the importance of our relationship with Saudi Arabia. Again, that's probably true. But here's where it disturbs me. Just talk about arms sell, selling and money and how much money we're making, which in itself in this particular statement seems pretty inappropriate and a little disturbing. But that's not even the most disturbing part to me. 
In the middle of the statement, he says the crime against Jamal Khashoggi was a terrible one and one that our country does not condone. So that's a quote. More, quote, indeed, we have taken strong action against those already known to have participated in the murder. After great independent research, we know many details of this horrible crime. We have already sanctioned 17 Saudis known to have been involved in the murder of Mr. Khashoggi and the disposal of his body. Now, here is the part that disturbed me. Quote, representatives of Saudi Arabia say that Jamal Khashoggi was a, quote, enemy of the state and a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. But my decision is in no way based on that. This is an unacceptable and horrible crime. Let me stop right there. So, he's quoting representatives of Saudi Arabia. They're making an allegation that Jamal Khashoggi was an enemy of the state. So, that's a pretty strong term. So, basically, you're saying, you're alleging that Mr. Khashoggi was a traitor to his country. And on top of that, you say he's a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. Now, why is that significant? Well, that's Saudi Arabia's way of saying, without saying it directly, that Mr. Khashoggi supported terrorism. And we all know that's a hot-button term for the Middle East and, more specifically, for the United States. When a United States citizen hears terrorism, what do they think of? The Middle East, September 11th, terrorist acts around the world. So... Saudi Arabia's narrative, to me, is pretty obvious. They've told either Donald Trump directly or the State Department or the CIA, whoever's made inquiries into this murder, that we were justified in going after Khashoggi. Khashoggi was an enemy of the state and, moreover, probably a terrorist. So in, quote-unquote, kidnapping him and oops accidentally murdering him we are somehow justified now i haven't read every single news report about jamal khashoggi and i'm not uh honestly full disclosure i don't i'm not an expert on his writings his reporting for the washington post but in the weeks that i have followed this story i have not seen one single story online, on television, anywhere that even implicates Mr. Khashoggi or implies that he is either an enemy of the state of Saudi Arabia or a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. Not one piece of information. Now, if there is that information and somebody wants to share it with me on my Twitter at BendYourEarPod, I'm more than happy to take a look at that. I haven't seen one piece of information this, to repeat my refrain about Saudi Arabia's account, sounds like bullshit. This sounds like we're justifying a murder after the fact. And the fact that the president of the United States, and this is not a, a Trump rant. I don't even care who the president is. Because unfortunately, when it comes to our relationship between our relationship with Saudi Arabia, unfortunately, if the president was named Obama, Trump, Bush 41, Bush 43... Bill Clinton, you can pick a president. I don't think the statement would be much different. We are in a tangled, complicated 
relationship with Saudi Arabia due to the place in the world that they occupy. And I know the geopolitical implications of a deteriorated relationship with Saudi Arabia could have negative effects on other things we're trying to do in that region, namely keep a check on Iran, protect Israel. I understand that all those things come into play. I don't ignore all those things. But again, we cannot stand by and condone the murder of a journalist that was most likely ordered by a head of state. This is insane. This is insanity. This man was murdered and his body was chopped up for being a journalist, for being critical of MBS, the leader of his home country. Saudi Arabia is a sovereign nation and what they do is none of the United States business. But I'm telling you something. It is our business when we transact billions of dollars in arms sales, billions of dollars in oil. We can choose who we do business with. We can't tell another country how to run their country, but we sure as hell can choose who we do business with. And even with that, we can choose to condemn their head of state. And there's been a lot of criticism of Trump for his criticism of the intelligence community and his attack on the quote-unquote deep state. I don't know what goes through his head as it relates to his intelligence agency, whether it's the CIA, the FBI, but when the reports pretty much universally state that they believe that the crown prince at minimum knew about this killing and at maximum actually ordered it, your statement today basically questions the results of this investigation. Now, I know the statement itself says, well, they haven't, they haven't come to a conclusion. Uh, Trump made some comments today after the statement was released basically saying that, that much, that the CIA performed a, a, a thorough investigation. And to quote him, I will quote him. He said, quote, and that's in actually the statement itself, quote, our intelligence agencies continue to assess all information, but it could very well be that the crown prince had knowledge of this tragic event. Maybe he did and maybe he didn't, exclamation point, end quote. What the hell does that mean? Oh, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. So that tells me the intelligence community told you what the news was reporting over the weekend. That based on the evidence that they obtained, they believe that MBS had knowledge minimum, minimum, had knowledge of this killing and Maximum actually ordered it. And the statement, Trump's statement further, the second most disturbing part of the statement, quote, I understand there are members of Congress who, for political or other reasons, would like to go in a different direction and they are free to do so. I will consider whatever ideas are presented to me, but only if they are consistent with the absolute security and safety of America. End quote. So not only does he stick up for Saudi Arabia, he basically says preemptively, if any member of Congress, now he says members of Congress, and notice he doesn't say Democrats. Notice that. That's a specific omission because he knows, Lindsey Graham being a perfect example, there are Democratic and Republican senators 
that are outraged that this is occurring and want a strong reaction from the United States against Saudi Arabia. So notice that it says members of Congress, and he preemptively accuses them of having a political motive to do that. Now, sure, politics runs through Congress, and sure, maybe uh, Democratic senators or congressmen that speak out on this may have some political reasoning for doing so. I don't care. I don't care. The response from the United States of America, if you didn't want to unequivocally condemn Saudi Arabia, at very minimum, the statement should read, our investigation is ongoing. Our preliminary information, which he does mention in the statement, states that the crown prince may have known that this killing took place. That is unacceptable to the United States. We're going to continue to investigate that and expect full cooperation from the Saudi officials. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. And if it is found out that the crown prince either knew about this murder or ordered this murder, there are going to be the severest possible repercussions that the United States can muster against Saudi Arabia. That's what the statement should have said. Not this narrative about Iran and this narrative about how what a great ally they are. I don't care. I don't care what a great ally they are or are not. I don't give a shit. The crown prince of Saudi Arabia more than likely either knew or actually let me take that back knew or possibly ordered the murder of a journalist and their flimsy excuses oh we thought he was an enemy of the state and was a terrorist even though again i've seen no information detailing any activities that would be considered treasonous anything to do with any kind of espionage or anything to do with any kind of terrorism. And again, if anyone listening to this show has information or a news report that shows or implies that Jamal Khashoggi was any one of those things, my, tw- my Twitter is at BendYourEarPod. The email is BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. Send it to me or tweet it at me because I've seen nothing to suggest anything that the Saudis are charging in the statement quoted in the statement by Trump made today. Again, bullshit. And I am disappointed again in my country over the relationship with Saudi Arabia. Again, dating back to September 11th, 2001. Anyone that's read the 9-11 Commission report and doesn't come away being disgusted at how we deal with Saudi Arabia about certain things, if this doesn't disgust you, I don't know what does. Journalists work in dangerous places all over the world. Journalists are killed in dangerous places all over the world. Understand that Daniel Pearl was beheaded, and he was beheaded by terrorists. And we condemned it worldwide, rightfully so. Jamal Khashoggi was murdered, and his body was dismembered. And the head of state of Saudi Arabia at minimum knew about it. This is an atrocity. And any member of Congress, Democrat or Republican, any member of the House of Representatives or the Senate that is speaking out against our lack of reaction to this, I wholeheartedly support. I don't care what party they're in.
This cannot stand. As American citizens, we cannot stand by. As an American government, we cannot stand by and allow the murder of a journalist in the consulate of a sovereign nation where the head of state knew about it and possibly ordered it to stand without vigorous investigation and the harshest possible penalties that we can impose on that country. And the fact of the matter is, the president of the United States is not going to be the one to do that. And that is extremely disappointing. And again, don't confuse this with a rant, rant against President Trump. This is not a rant, a, rant, a rant against President Trump. This is a rant against our long-standing, conflicted, flawed policy as it relates to Saudi Arabia. This is something that's been going on before Trump was president. And unfortunately, I think this is going to continue after he's done. And some, like I said, some of the things I understand, the geopolitical implications of that relationship I understand makes certain things complicated. I get it. I get that the relationship with Saudi Arabia has yielded tremendous positive results in the world of combating terrorism, commerce, business, economics. I understand all of that comes into play. I get it. But at the same time, there are certain things that are uncomplicated. The cold-blooded murder of a journalist cannot be clouded by our relationship with this nation. And make no mistake, Saudi Arabia is not a moderate Muslim country. It's not. It is not. And we continue to appease them. And here's the thing. President Trump is all about making deals and having leverage. We have no leverage in this relationship. Or we do and we don't use it. Which leads me to believe that Saudi Arabia has a leverage. Because guess what? They do. And here's why. The Middle East is a mess. It's been a mess for time and memoriam. The beginning part of Trump's statement regarding Iran, all true. Iran is a rogue nation that supports terrorism. And that's a fact. So, we're looking at things in relative terms. Well, relatively speaking, Saudi Arabia is not as bad as Iran. Okay, that's a pretty low bar to be setting. So, if you're not as if your claim to fame is, hey, we're not as bad as Iran, that's not really an endorsement of your forward-thinking democratic policy. So, let, let's let's not pretend that Saudi Arabia is this haven of democracy and freedoms and religious freedoms and rights for women let's let's not pretend that saudi arabia is that country because they are not they are not and mbs is a leader that knows everything that's going on so it's ludicrous to even even think that he didn't know this happened and for President Trump to go, eh, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. So to me, and I'm talking about this specific incident only, not anything in the past, even though people will look at his past behavior and not be surprised. I'm talking about this one in a silo. You're basically completely doubting the CIA when they're telling you this guy knew. This is an atrocity. Reporters 
need to be free to report what is going on around the world. This man, I'm sure, cared about his country and was critical and wrote about it. And whether he was right or wrong or whether his analysis of MBS or the government of Saudi Arabia was accurate or inaccurate, it doesn't matter. That doesn't make him a target for murder by the government he's criticizing. And for the United States to come out with a statement that basically says, yeah, sucks that happened, but Saudi Arabia is our buddy. Bullshit. That's disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. I do hope that members of Congress, starting with Lindsey Graham, who's already made strong statements, I hope people back him up and they get whatever information they need released by the CIA or by the intelligence agencies to come with at least a definitive answer. Now, granted, like any other investigation, unless there's audio of MBS talking on the phone, ordering this guy killed, or video showing him having a conversation about this guy being killed, we're never going to get that. So, of course, just like any other investigation, you have to go with circumstantial evidence. The preponderance of the evidence is going to show probably what did or did not happen. And based on what I've read and the investigative things that have been done to this date, it's become pretty apparent to people that do this for a living, that investigate this stuff for a living. Again, at minimum, MBS knew at maximum he ordered the killing of a journalist that criticized him. That is an atrocity that cannot stand. And I don't know what's going to happen. And unfortunately, as I spoke speak, spoken previously about polarization, I don't know how polarization is going to affect this investigation. President Trump has already threw out that gauntlet that members of Congress, if they disagree with his assessment of this situation, are doing it for political reasons. So here we go. But you know what? So what? If the reason is political, but they get to the bottom of what the hell happened here, I don't care if it's political. This is wrong. Relationships are complicated. Politics are complicated. But they're still right and they're still wrong. The murder of a journalist ordered by his head of state is wrong. There is no spin that you can put on that. It's wrong. And if we can, beyond a reasonable doubt, in our minds, in our investigation, come to the conclusion that MBS ordered this killing, our relationship with Saudi Arabia should be irreparably damaged. I don't know if severed is ever going to happen, but there should be ramifications of the most serious level imaginable if we conclude that this is the case. And unfortunately, I'm worried because I think that we're never going to get to that point. And this is basically going to be another sad chapter in Saudi Arabia getting away with shit that should, they should not be getting away with. And the United States letting it happen. And that disgusts me. It's disgusting. And hopefully I'm wrong. And hopefully they will figure this out. And hopefully the United States will step up at some point and do the right thing. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show on any of the following podcasting apps. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox. You can follow the show on Twitter at BendYourEarPod, 
That is also the handle on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show's YouTube channel under Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please rate and review the show on Apple Podcast. If you listen to the show on a different platform but have an iTunes account, please rate and review there. If you like the show or think a friend may enjoy it, please share on your social media. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and take care.